So for people who are going out there and creating a business, what are your fears? Talk yourself out of being afraid and then take action. Hello, freedom lovers. Kurt Mercadante here. I have a question for you. Are you as joyful, as fulfilled, as free as you would like in your life? If the answer to that question is no, unless you're driving, take out your smartphone right now, open your messaging app. Text the keyword free man, all one word, F-R-E-E-M-A-N to the number 55678. You text that number, we'll text you in return a link giving you access to my free Freedom Lifestyle audio course. If you like this podcast, you'll love that course. Not only is it free, it's delivered directly to your inbox with audio files that you can listen just like a podcast. It's free. Modules designed to lead you through the five pillars of the Freedom Lifestyle. Maybe you've read my book, maybe you haven't. Get this course, it will lead you through how to unleash and unlock your superpowers, define your life vision, create a life of alignment instead of balance, live an outcomes-focused life, and do it all in a state of flow. It's free. All you have to do, the only cost for this program is to take out your smartphone and text FREEMAN to the number 5567. Eight. Do it now before you listen to the podcast today. We have another great interview today, Zara Mahoom. We're going to talk about how to attract what you want in your life, but hit the pause button now. Text free man to 55678 on your smartphone. Get free access to my Freedom Lifestyle audio course. Today, we welcome Zara Mahoon. Now, Zara uh, has been on the Freedom Media Network before. She's a law of attraction coach, trainer, author, uh, and she joins us today to talk about how to overcome your fear to attract the life you want. Uh, she's a master mindset and law of attraction coach and manifesting expert. Zara is the author of 12 books on these subjects and the creator of the bestseller, The Unlimited 40-Day Law of Attraction Workbook and Bootcamp. After committing to completely transforming her self-worth in 2006, and I'd like to ask you to share that story again with us, Zara, she went from sure. being massively in debt to owning multiple properties and creating a thriving business, as well as healing her relationships. Zara's courses and programs help individuals to identify the blockages that are keeping them from achieving success, and she's committed to making it easy for you to understand and apply Law of Attraction, Zara Mahoon. Thank you so much for joining us again today. I'm excited to be here. So, you know, when it comes to the Law of Attraction, and and it's it's you know when it it's one of those hot button words or phrases that when you mention it, yeah. some people get really yes. worked up about it. Um, yes. it. It's almost like there's no middle ground. People are like all in on it, or there yes. this is some sort of woo woo magic crap that yeah. live in reality. Yeah. Can you explain, you know, the law of attraction, what is it at its very most basic foundational level? At its foundation, what law of attraction says is that our thoughts have attractive power because we generate a frequency depending on the emotion that we are feeling. And that if emotional frequency is the doorway to the field of all quantum possibilities. All possibilities exist, but your emotion creates the doorway through which you bring things into your reality. When you change your emotional frequency, what you bring in changes. And you have control over your emotions because you can manipulate how you feel using your thoughts. Hmm. You can talk yourself into and out of anything you want. I, I've been studying a lot of hermetic principles and the Kabbalion and, and this morning I, I was reading in terms of um, kind of the divine paradox in terms of uh, all is mind and, and, and yes. what you're, you're saying, but also there is a reality. So if, if you look at a rock and you look at us and you get down to the microscopic level, it's all the same. It's electrons. Yes 
but there's a yes. whole lot of space. There's a whole lot of nothing yes. going on in this table or this computer or in me, in my skin. And so but you realize that there's a lot of that void. I want to say something there. Yeah. So from the, and this is now going into quantum physics, classical physics says, when you look inside an atom, you see particles and empty space. You go into quantum physics and quantum physics says you go into an atom and you see particles and energy. Energy. Now, quantum physics has not caught up to where that energy comes from. According to them, the energy, and classical physics also recognizes it, that the energy comes through the movement of the particles inside the atom. But how did it get started in the first place? Yeah. That's a right. whole other discussion. But we are moving away from... Yes, we didn't know this earlier on, but we are moving away from that there is an empty void to there is no empty void. It's all energy. Right, right, exactly. And and so you know that all all is mind, and yes. and and to some degree, everything around us is an illusion, right? I, I always like to think of it as the matrix, right? You can create what you want through your thoughts, but if I look at that rock, I also have to live a little bit in the real world that I know that if I go up and I kick that rock, it's going to actually hurt my foot. So when it comes to law of attraction, um, I always like to say, well, people forget that the last part of the word attraction is action. Where's the balance come in in the middle ground? Or, or am I thinking too limiting in terms of, well, yeah. I like how you stated that. Very interesting. Law of attraction some people mistake it to mean that it does not involve action. It absolutely involves action, but the right type of action. And that's where I think there's a, a misstep somewhere out there because most people don't understand that. Law of Attraction says, first bring yourself to the emotional frequency from which action taken will bear the results that you want then take action so that's that's a little bit different the other thing you talked about is we are here in this tangible reality and that is absolutely true every decision that you make and every thought that you think is actually a decision because at any point in time you have six thinking choices so the six out of the six thinking choices, whichever choice you pick, defines that moment in time. And now that moment in time has happened. It is real. It is hard, knock on wood, reality. But the next moment and the next moment after that and the next moment after that and then one after that and the one after that is all under construction and you have control over it. Hmm. Once something has happened, you cannot change the events of it, the events or the actions that took place, but you can change how you perceived those actions and therefore you can change your emotion and your emotion is what will bring you the next thing that comes. Mm. So for example, let me give you an example. So let's say that you had a disagreement with someone. That disagreement caused an event to take place, meaning maybe there was a contract or an agreement and that fell through because you had this disagreement. If you could go back and change the way you feel about the conversation that you had, the disagreement that you had, you can change the outcome. So you can still have that contract go through because you changed the way you felt if you wanted it. If you didn't want it, that's a whole other thing. But if you wanted it, you can change how you feel, which will bring about a different result. Hmm. And that's, that takes a little bit of deep dive into law of attraction. But that's why we, can't, we control our reality. We, can't, we control our reality because we control our emotions and our thoughts. Can you share a bit about your story? Because you, you were deep in debt, right? You, you had to heal your relationships. And so can you share a bit about that story and how you utilize the law of attraction to create and attract a tangible new reality for yourself? 
so that was a point in my life when it was like clutching at any straw mm. so that to save yourself that that was kind of what was going on at that point in time and um and so i clutched at law of attraction because it was the one thing that i didn't have to depend on anyone else to do for me i could do it it was all about me i didn't need to buy a solution because i had no money so it was literally like clutching at a straw and i uh, i practice i think i practice everything that law of attraction says i have done it all during a very short space of time i hammered it all out and i observed my results and then i i did a course correction it was like an experiment i'm 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 a scientist by training and so i did an experiment in an experiment you change one thing at a time and you see what will what effect that has and so the thing that i was changing was my thoughts i was changing my thoughts and then observing what happened and then shifting them again and observing what happened and arrived at a formula which is really very simple it just took me a very long time to understand it but it's really very simple and the formula is you can talk yourself into anything and talk yourself out of anything and that's where the fear comes in fear talks us out of things right mm. and and when you can deal with the fear so when the goal is big suddenly the fear doesn't exist and that's what happened to me when i was in i was in the stream drowning clutching at straws all fear evaporated because all fears had transpired so now was not the time to be afraid anymore because everything that could go wrong had already gone wrong so fear was out out of the picture and i could focus on what i wanted fear prevents us and we all know that i'm not saying anything that you haven't heard before fear prevents us from taking action and law of attraction is all about dealing with the fear because law of attraction says as long as you're feeling the fear don't take action because you are not lined up with the best possible results because fear is a negative emotion and it opens the door of all possibilities from a place where nothing good can come so i gave up all my fears focused only on what i wanted and followed whatever messages i was getting and the messages weren't like woo woo out there they were thoughts that dropped into my head that i knew i wasn't thinking i i'd be thinking about something and then suddenly plop in my mind would be oh do this call this person do this now and i would just start observing that event and following through on it so if the thought occurred call this person now i didn't wait for tomorrow i didn't wait for an hour later i called the person if the thought said go here i went if the if it was hilarious the the way things were happening uh, if the thought said stop now and go into the library all right why am i going into the library i don't need anything but i stopped the car and went into the library mm. and that's basically when a lot of stuff changed for me one i got in the habit of following the voice and i started understanding through my uh through my studying of law of attraction that that's your intuition telling you what you can't logically arrive at those conclusions because your logic has access to limited amount of information but your intuition has access to information beyond what your logic can see so i stopped the car i went into the library i came out that day with 42 different audio programs on cds <laughs> and for the next 30 days i did nothing else but listen to these people and the thought in my mind was well you've discovered through your study of law of attraction that your thinking is what's hurting you because you created your reality with your thinking so stop it's time to stop thinking but you can't stop thinking because it's like saying to your heart stop pumping blood it's not going to happen so what you have to do is to feed your mind something that it can think about 
that does not interfere with what you want to accomplish. Because your thoughts are poisonous. You've got to stop thinking because that's like taking poison every single minute of the day. So that's that was the thought process that went through my head when I came out of the library. Okay, this is what I need to do next is I need to stop thinking about my life because my thoughts about my life are the thing that is hurting my life. So for the next 30 days, I said, I'm going to borrow other people's thoughts. I'm going to borrow thoughts from these wise people who have actually accomplished the things that I want to accomplish. I'm going to start thinking like them by listening to them. So I stopped thinking about my life, started listening to these audio programs, learned a couple of things, but I think that the magic happened because I wasn't poisoning myself anymore. That's where the magic happened. And I came out the other end with a whole new way of thinking, thanks to the 42 audio programs that I picked up. My self-talk changed. And then my reality slowly started matching my self-talk. And within three months, I had completely changed my financial situation in the sense that I was drowning. But within three months, I was completely stable. Within six months, I had already paid off a ton of debt, unbelievable amount of debt to me at that point in time. Now it doesn't seem like much, but at that point in time, 45, 46,000 was a massive amount for me to have dealt with in just six months. And then from there, it just kept improving because I, I figured it out. I figured out what was getting in my way and I figured out what, how to deal with it. And then I just applied it to relationships. I applied it to everything because it's the same formula. It works for money, it works for goals, it works for business, it works for every single thing that you can think of because it is a law that applies to everything. Is, you know, there, there are folks here in the group and, yep. and listening right now who are uh, at the front end of starting a new business. Okay. And Congratulations. Yeah, and, and you know, I, some of them would probably say, well, I've taken a bunch of action. And I'm focusing yeah. on the actions, but I'm not getting where I want to go. Yeah. Um, for for someone like that, that and they're not, you know, they're, 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 it's like they're running in quicksand, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not getting where I want to go. Yeah. What what advice would you give them? And and is it the again we talked about attraction and action? Is it perhaps that the thoughts are not leading to the right actions that are going to get yes. them the results? Precisely, precisely. Because the thoughts are about what could go wrong if I don't do this. That is not where your power is because that's fear. You're activating the fear instead of activating confidence. See, think about it. Any action that you take from a place of confidence has better chances of giving you what you want than taking action from a place of fear. You know, when they say, feel the fear and do it anyway, in that split second, when you feel the fear and do it anyway, you actually delete the fear before you take action. You say, this fear no longer matters because I'm going to go take action. But for a lot of people, they don't do that deletion part. That's the important part in between. You've got to let go the fear and say, come hell or high water, I'm doing this which means letting go of the fear so it boils down and how do you let go of fear it's a decision i decide to be fearful of spiders and i decide not to be fearful of spiders it and it's a decision and i can i'm using this example because it's very personal to me i don't like creepy crawlies never did but soon as i had kids and they were creepy crawlies. I had no problem touching them, picking hmm. them up, getting rid of them. I even went as far as saying, oh, look at that cute little spider. <laughs> what happened? I didn't want the fear to get to my children. So I got rid of the fear like that. It was a decision. But a lot of times it's hard to make that decision. And 
it's hard because sometimes we don't even face up to our fears we don't verbalize our fears we don't even know what the fear is how can we let it go and a number of times i i speak for myself i don't know about other people but you have multiple fears and it's all one big gooey jumbled mess so it requires doing the thinking to pull these out and get rid of them because if you don't if you don't do the logical thinking work of saying no the fear is not logical and i'm ready to let it go then your mind will hold on to it so when i say oh cute little spider i have told my mind that this spider is a tiny little creature does not have the ability to harm me and moreover i've decided that my goal of not conveying my fear of spiders to my child is more important than my fear of the spider hmm. so in in business in life in general we have fears and we have to face up to them we can't hide from our fears if we hide from our fear the fear keeps becoming bigger because we're giving it more energy and in the law of attraction space we start understanding that whatever we give our energy to whatever we think about whatever we focus on expands and becomes bigger it becomes a bigger vibrational obstacle the more you think about it So for people who are going out there and creating a business what are your fears talk yourself out of being afraid and then take action when i got into sales and started my business here in canada when i came to canada started from scratch um i was very afraid because i had never in my life done it making cold calls i was it was not something i was comfortable with and by looking at that and doing the analysis around it i discovered that there were people who were making 100 calls and landing 10 clients and there were people who were making 100 calls and landing nothing the difference was beliefs fears so i started psyching myself up i call it prepaving as an exercise i teach this exercise called prepaving but i started doing this exercise of preparing myself to take action which is what i say is you've got to have an emotional goal along with an action goal and that would be my biggest piece of advice you have to have an emotion goal with the action goal when you have an emotion goal the fear goes away because fear is also an emotion So when you say I want to feel confident my objective is my goal here before I take this action of picking up the phone my goal is to feel confident I want to have a articulated good conversation I want the other person to feel my sincerity and now I pick up the phone and call I want that person whether we do business or not i want that person to leave our conversation feeling good about having spent time with me i want to come away feeling good so now i have feeling goals attached to this action goal and those feeling goals help me to keep my mental clarity as i take action and not let the fear come in and i can tell you that my ability to close changed dramatically not only did my ability to close uh, change dramatically but what started happening was i started earning people's trust because i did i reminded myself to be sincere and that sincerity started showing and i was no longer afraid of asking for the business because people could see that i was sincere and i believed that i could make a difference i was confident fear will make the other person think that there's something not right because you're wobbly when you're fearful when you're confident now you invoke trust so take action after you've laid the emotional foundation for your action and that's why i call it emotional goal setting you've got to have an emotional goal along with the action goal you you know you mentioned 
kind of having that change where you started listening to the voice in your head, your intuition. And it's amazing. And I I do a beliefs and behaviors workshop. And I know some of the folks here are going to be attending that. And, and we actually teach people on day one, how to speak with their subconscious. Uh, I I have a pendulum here where actually everyone Mm -hmm. gets a pendulum to learn how to do it. Some people do muscle testing to actually listen. And, and a game changer for me was actually using my pendulum for content that I post online. So I could just say, well, I'm posting content. It's not working. I follow the rules, you know, the, the, the things that are there, but following and just taking the action, you're talking about that emotional goal. My subconscious knows everything. My subconscious knows I've just overcome some food allergies that I thought I had by using the pendulum saying, can I eat that? And I ate it. And it's something I haven't eaten in 13 years. I was great. I line by line, my content using my pendulum, listening to my subconscious. Exactly. And so it's, it's really amazing when, when people, I like to say, screw the how, right? Cause we're so worried about the how, well, how did you, exactly. how did you get out of debt? What are the exact steps that, they, well, when you start listening to your intuition and your subconscious, your subconscious will actually tell you the steps. You know, you exactly. mentioned a lot of people will, well, I called a hundred people and they're focused on the action, but who yes. did you call? What did you say to them? Um, you know, there have been people I know who did not do anything different in their business, but yes. skyrocketed their business. The only thing they yes. did differently was realize that they weren't charging enough. And so they started charging a lot more and, and got over the fear of, well, who's going to pay fear, me that exactly. money? That's it. It's, yeah. it's the fear. The fear prevents us from doing things, but we have to psych ourselves up let go of the fear and tell ourselves nothing's going to go wrong. Nothing can go wrong. Because, I mean, it's just a decision. You can make a new decision. You can always make a new decision. Mm. So very true what you say. Um, From a law of attraction perspective, I... I, I have this um, structure of thinking about how our minds are organized. And the conscious and the subconscious minds, to me, are like files open on a computer, the conscious mind, and files saved on the hard disk, the subconscious mind. But in my, in my thinking, the voice of intuition doesn't come from either the conscious mind or the subconscious mind. The voice of intuition comes from that larger perspective that you have access to, which is the universal energy, because the universe has access to information beyond what you can hear, touch, smell, feel, eat. So just a little bit of a difference in the way I look at things from what you suggest, but yes, using the pendulum is very powerful because your body can never tell a lie. You can, you can convince yourself of a lie. You can talk yourself into a lie, but your body knows truth and your body is connected to that energy of the universe because every cell We started our conversation there that the atom has these particles in an energy soup. That energy is the energy of the universe. So every cell of your body has its own independent connection with the universe and universal energy and has access to a wisdom that your logic, both conscious and subconscious, does not have access to. Mm. Yeah. In In fact, your fears are mostly housed in your subconscious. And that's why you're not aware of them. Because if we were aware of our fears, if we were aware of the things that were getting in our way, we would get rid of them. Hmm. So, and I didn't have this philosophy before I started getting into law of attraction and made the effort to understand the law of attraction structure of the world. Because that's what it is, right? We have this construct. We see the world through a 
construct. And and everything changed for me as I got more and more into understanding the the quantum physics side of things. Because to me, I, I say that there are two types of people in the world. I compare myself with my brother mainly. You know, he and I are very different people. <laughs> so my brother is very content with, you know, using the remote control to turning the television on, use the remote control, change the channel. Me, I'm very different. I need to pick it apart and see how it works in order for me to accept it. So in order for me to accept that law of attraction works, I have to go and get my own scientific proof and understanding that it does work. And these are the rules. Because if it is a law, it has to be consistent based on certain rules. You follow the rules, you should get the results. What goes wrong is when you don't have all the rules, you only pay, play the game with part of the rules, then you can't win because you, you get haphazard results. Sometimes you win, sometimes you don't. But if it's a law, then it's like gravity. I mean, we don't walk out the door and expect to float, right? I mean, it's gravity. It's a law. It's going to hold us down. We know exactly what will happen when we open the door, right? We know exactly what will happen if we jump out of a window. We know exactly what will happen. So if law of attraction is a law, then it has to have rules. And if you do certain things, you should be able to predict the results. That was where I was coming from. So after I got through that crazy phase and got myself out of trouble, that's when I started saying, in that phase, I wasn't thinking, how does the law work? I just wanted it to give me the results. I was the one with the you know remote control. Come on, just give me the results. It was after that phase was over that I started picking it apart. Because after that phase was over, I started noticing that my results were haphazard. Sometimes I asked for something and it happened, and then other times it didn't happen. So this is crazy. I can't follow something that I'm not, I'm still unsure, because that breeds fear. Again, you're back to fear. Because if you're not sure of what you will get, then that's going to create fear. That's where all anxiety in this you know, society comes from is us wanting to know how things will turn out and not knowing. Mm. And law of attraction, if you do understand it, if you understand the rules, then it takes away that anxiety. That is a really nice place to live. How do you, how do you prep yourself on a daily basis uh, to, because we're, we're in such a mechanistic society, right? Like you said, yeah. I take yeah. this action, this is going to happen. Uh, yeah. And it's real and it's physical and everything in our society is based on the physical, yeah. right? They don't yeah. teach quantum physics in school no. because, uh, well, in one sense, it's not useful. You can't become a carpenter with quantum physics. I think the other side is if you truly realize the power of quantum physics, then you can never be a victim, right? If you truly True. understand the power yeah. of quantum physics, oh, for sure. yeah. then all the stuff they've been pushing in recent years is by the wayside. It your, falls off, yes. Your mindset matters. Your lifestyle behaviors matter. And that yeah. is a conspiracy theory to some people. <laughs> but how do you prep yourself on a regular basis for uh, to be able to do that? Because even, you know, I've been doing this for years, and there's some days where it's like, I trust the law of attraction, but I, I still go back, you know, 47 years of, of programming to to want to see that so you oh, know, yeah. how do you prep I yourself do too. well first of all accept your humanness humanity you are human and there will be days when you can excel and other days when you can't and it has to be okay because the one thing is that you can always change it so what if i'm not doing perfect you know at my on my a game today it's okay because I can be on a plus game tomorrow because the minute you decide to make a different decision, things change. So that's really powerful because you stop beating up on yourself. And the, the, the tool that I shared with you that I used 
and I, I say if you don't use any other law of attraction tool, just use this one, and that's the prepaving. If you prepave and you tell yourself, what are my emotional objectives for this day? What are my emotional objectives for this meeting? What are my emotional objectives for this action that I'm going to take? Then you start putting your emotional well-being as your highest priority. And when you do that, you stay on that highway that takes you towards that. You don't derail as often. You can still derail because we are human. We will derail. But it's like, it's like having a GPS and you tell the GPS, this is where I want to go. But you can always take uh, uh, you know, a different route and the GPS will recalibrate, right? You don't beat up on yourself. You just shift your direction again. So to me, having that emotional direction is important. It's what people have taught for over 100 years is when you wake up in the morning, tell yourself you're going to have a good day, which means I'm going to feel good. So if I'm engaging in this discussion with someone, it's not going well. Hmm. I decided I want to feel good. So you know what? It's just not worth it. I'm just going to walk away now. Because this is just, it's, it's going to upset my ability to feel good. I'm walking away now. So it's your emotions start guiding your actions. And you start acting more from a place of feeling good. So, you know, when you introduced me, you, you talked about the 40-day workbook. I teach the workbook every day on uh, in my community. This is the workbook. And in the workbook is uh, a morning and a bedtime prepaving. And I realized from my own work that if I just prepave every morning and every evening, then in between, I stay on track. And all it is, this prepaving, is... I want my day to unfold with ease. I want good things to come my way. I want to remember to appreciate people, places, and things. I want to be good to myself and others. I want to end this day feeling happy and satisfied. And I want to remember at all times that all things are possible. So now I've, that's the emotional tone for my day. So I look at something and I say, that's just not possible. Oh, but wait a second. All things are possible. Hmm. Right? So it just gives me this direction. It's like my GPS. It's like my lighthouse. Forget the GPS. It's more like my lighthouse. Because that's the beacon that I've put up. And, and during the day, I just want to aim at that beacon. I will deviate because I'm human. And it's okay. But I will always come back to it. And then in the evening, I will ask myself, so Zara, what are you satisfied about? Right? And then I will totally ignore what I'm not satisfied about and just congratulate myself on the things that I am satisfied about. Hmm. That's a very good, nice, cozy place to go to bed from. And then when I go to sleep, I tell myself, because you see, if you don't shut down your mind, it's going to work. My mind, I was an insomniac. I could not sleep. But then I started instructing my mind at bedtime. The last thought that I think is, I am going to sleep now. I want to turn this off. I want to rest and rejuvenate. And I want to wake up feeling happy and refreshed. Again, it's an emotional ask. It's an emotional goal. So what I've learned to do is to keep myself on an emotional track that serves me because I realize that if I'm emotionally on track, then that's the vibration I'm sending out into the universe. And that's the place from which I open the field of all possibilities and get the results that I get. I manifest based on the emotion that I feel. So that's how I manage my thinking process and constantly talk myself into feeling good, 
into expecting good things. I talk myself into expecting the best from other people. I talk myself into expecting the best from myself. Hmm. And, and, and that feeling, uh, I've been doing this now for more than 15 years, it has completely changed my life because I don't have anxiety in my life anymore from being an A-type personality. You know, like you wind them up and you put them on the floor and they go round and round. That was me. <laughs> that was me. And I'm nowhere like that anymore. Everything is, even the way I speak has changed because I've calmed down. Whereas I didn't have patience. For, if you didn't answer my question fast enough, I would bite. Because I was like, chop, chop, chop. Like, come on. Right? So I have changed. And my life has changed. My experiences have changed. Because of what I talk myself into every morning. I talk myself into this experience. And that's what I call emotional goal setting. I have a final question. Then if you're okay, I'd love to open it up to questions uh, for sure. everyone here. So there is certainly, um, you know, just when we think the world has perhaps uh, uh, ceased to be crazy, uh, you, you wake up or before it gets crazier, uh, right? And, and, you know, it's like every day seems to want to one-up the day before on some weirdness. You know, we're entering a time everyone wants to talk about inflation, uh, mm -hmm. the recession, doom and gloom. Uh, mm -hmm. China, uh, what's going on? Oh my gosh, mm -hmm. uh, digital currency, whatever it is. There's a lot of noise out there, right? And I know some people get yes. addicted to it, addicted to it. But even yes. if you're someone in between, whatever, using that emotional goal setting, because there, there mm -hmm. are well-meaning people. And I can picture my dad as being one of these well-meaning people. Well, we're entering some tough economic times. What you have yes, to do yes. is maybe lower your prices. Now is not the time to increase your prices. Settle, settle, settle. Um, what is your recommendation for continuing the path in a crazy world? Um, and we talked about the material reality versus the all is mind reality. Uh, do you change anything? Or do you just keep going and, and use that emotional goal setting amidst the the weirdness of the world? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you something really funny. Uh, before I do, I'm going to say something. And that is, in the best of times, there are people who suffer. And in the worst of times, there are people who thrive. Mm -hmm. Right? Does not have to be. Your ability to thrive is not linked with the economy. But having said that, I'll tell you something. I'm a financial advisor. <laughs> I look after investments. I don't listen to the news. How do you think I do my job? <laughs> I am very good at my work. And the, what I have learned to do over the past uh, 15 years or so is to only listen to the headlines because I need to. I need to know what the world is, what's going on today. But I only listen to the headlines and then I go into my intuition. I don't listen to someone else's logic because thoughts are like viruses. You listen to someone else's thoughts and pretty soon you've got them. So I don't listen to any news anchor who is not a financial advisor. <laughs> and is in the business of selling news, I don't listen to them. I listen to the headline because I need to know what's going on in the world. And then I go into my intuition. And I ask my intuition, what is going on in the world? And how do I need to react to it? And I follow my intuition. And I close my ears and my eyes to everything else that's going on. Now, having told you that, I also have to add a disclaimer that this year in January, I stopped being a financial advisor and transitioned full-time into managing my law of attraction business. But I'm just telling you that you can live in the world just on the headlines and then asking the universe, what's next?
Mm-hmm. Well, not what's next for the world, because I'm sorry, but I'm I really don't care that much. I'm going to ask the universe, what's my next action? Because I don't control the world. If the world is going to hell in a handbasket, I cannot help them. Zara, do you do you um what where's the fine line or 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 what do you recommend in terms of of uh, uh so when you're pre-paving and you're and you have your emotional objectives, um, but you also have specific goals. Maybe they're monetary yep. goals. You know, yep. it's easy to get so obsessed with the goal that you never come close to hitting it because you put a block on your energy. Where's that yes. fine line? Oh boy, that's a whole. We need another R. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so goals. You know when they say make your goals bite-sized achievable that is so true make your your dreams should be crazy big your goals should be tiny because when you make when you take your dream and you make it into a goal it's too big it's like trying to swallow a whale and not having enough time to swallow and digest the whale so what happens is that you start feel, you go back into fear. I won't be able to do this because there's no, not enough time for it. This is too big a task. So you just have to make your goals so small that they are absolutely achievable. Because there's a wonderful thing that happens when it's a tiny goal and you achieve it. You feel better. Hmm. You feel emotionally better. When you feel emotionally better, you're opening the field of all possibilities from a completely different place. So for someone who is afraid that time's running out and they're not hitting their goals, they are very low emotionally. It's fear-based. And fear, the more the more fear energy you generate, then the harder it becomes to achieve that goal. So you got to break that into a small piece and soothe yourself. Work on the fear. You've got to give up the fear. You've got to start saying things like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay if I don't get it done by this date that I thought I would get it done. It's okay. Because this happened and this happened. And, you know, life happens. This happened and this happened and this happened. Right? I don't have to feel pressured into this. It's not the end of the world. And, you know, you bring up a very important point. (laughs) Unless you are 100% sure that this thing that you're going to do is a done deal, don't put a deal date on it. Hmm. Because as the time window of time starts closing, you start feeling worse and worse and worse and worse. Haven't done it, haven't done it, haven't done it, haven't done it. And then that's all negative energy. That's all negative energy you're sending out. And nothing positive. So what that negative energy does is actually it drains you of your physical energy. It takes away your ability to take action. You must have heard of those people who know that they've got to do something, but they just can't get themselves off the couch. You know, they they just can't physically, they don't feel the physical energy to even pick up the phone and make that one phone call that they said they were going to make today. Because fear will drain you of your energy. So you've got to find a way to deal with the fear. And time pressure, where's the time pressure coming from? We put the time pressure on. Hmm. Right? And if if that time crunch, and sometimes there are deadlines that we can't move. If you're working with the bank or you're working with an external, you know, someone other than yourself, there are timelines sometimes that we can't move. We are going to run out of money if we don't do things you know, in this, by this date. And so when you feel that that kind of a crunch is coming, do something to look after it now. Because the longer you leave it, then the problem becomes bigger. Your fear becomes bigger. Your ability to act becomes less. And then you just end up in a really big mess. So if you feel time is running out, do something today to buy yourself more time. Hmm. Don't leave it until the last minute because your fear will just grow as the time window closes. So with goals, I, I, I think that the best thing to do is to keep them very small. Make your dreams big, crazy big, 
crazy huge big dreams are totally okay but your goals should not be the same as your dream yeah thank you for that and we were we, i i had that i i i uh i had to reprogram myself because when i was a kid we were asked to dream and then the dream became the goal okay so now you've dreamt it so now this is your goal you got to start working towards it and i found that that is a very stressful way of doing things for me personally and also for people that i work with it's when you take your dream and you make it into a goal it's like a whale you're trying to swallow it doesn't <laughs> go well yeah yeah well, Zara, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Um, you know, you showed us a copy, and we talked about the unlimited book, uh, the forty-day program. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get make sure everyone has the link to that. But can you share uh, what are some ways that uh, your clients work with you, and you provide them impact? I know you mentioned your group, the book. Um, I have lots of over the years. I have developed um, many things, but primarily, so there's always one-on-one -on -one coaching for those people who like to keep their stuff private and there are some people who prefer it that way there's one-on-one -on -one coaching i only take on two clients a month mm -hmm. so i don't work with a lot of one-on-one uh, -on -one clients i have a group coaching program where we have five group coaching sessions a month and it's it's a membership so it's a monthly membership and you can attend as many sessions as you want so you could attend all five or just show up for the one and along with that is also I do a daily live a training on law of attraction and going deep into understanding law of attraction. So that's um, that's a group coaching program. Got it. Those are the two ways that people can work with me. Anyone who gets the workbook, this one, um, I teach the workbook five days a week in the morning. So um, I go through the exercises in the workbook and every 43 days we start a 40-day cycle. So it's always ongoing. It's always happening. Yeah. So those are some of the ways people can work with me. And then if anyone sends me a question and they're not uh, part of any of my coaching programs, I usually do a YouTube video response to the question and I, it just goes on my YouTube channel. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. We'll put links to all of those. Uh, we'll make sure that everyone gets links to all of those. The book, uh, I'm going to grab the book. So uh, you know, I, I, you're going to you're going to see me more of me. And uh, Zara, okay, let really me send you the book. Send okay. me your address. I send you the book. Okay. The deal. Deal. All right. <laughs> well, Zara, I want to thank you so much. Um, I'm going to have fun editing some of these clips and putting them online. It's it's always fun having you jump in and 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 as well and and I'm not a TikTok guy, but that one, I mean 106 I think it's 108 maybe thousand views at this point. Awesome. Uh, which is incredible. So, um thank you so much for joining. Thanks everyone who joined, had great questions. If you have any other questions for Zara, let me know, put them in 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 our group, uh but I'll share Zara's contact information as well. Uh, Sarah Mahoon, thanks so much for joining us. Awesome. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me.